need love, I'm depressed, I'm a fool, I'm a mess But my first priority is never second best Driving down Hello, and welcome to episode 46 of Freaking the Mom Jeans. Um, yeah, I am so excited for this uh, episode this week because it's just me again. It's back to the solo, um, solo mission that it all started as. It's been kind of interesting. I've actually been able to have a lot of guests recently, and I've really enjoyed that. Um, and I feel like I definitely have a lot of people lined up to be guests and I'm very excited for all of them, but I kind of just wanted to take a step back for a second and just do a kind of self check-in and self-reflection, which is how this podcast started. And, um, when I really think about what the core of this is, it is just me talking about things that have happened and in hopes that, um, someone gets something from them and learn something, but also just so I can have these stories to look back on and these feelings to look back on. It's kind of like my way of journaling. Um, I always, I don't know if you do this too, but I always start off like, I'm going to journal. I'm going to do it every day. I'm going to do it every day for 30 minutes. And I get like three days in and I've done a really great job. And then, um, you know, stuff happens. I get busy and then I forget. And then all of a sudden it's been three months. But the beautiful thing about that is then I, when I go back to write something after three months, I get to go back and read these things that I wrote so long ago and see where I was at and see what I was feeling and if they're still accurate or if now I have perspective and they don't seem correct anymore or if it's just like a thought that I haven't thought in a while and it was a good one. Um, and yeah, so it, that's always great. But what I love about this podcast is that it is something that I've kept up with and something that I do every other week. And so, um, it is this running timeline of my life. And I think something I've brought up a few times is like, this started off as, um, me looking back on things that happened and then eventually it caught up to my life. And so that's been very interesting to now tell the story of the present while it's happening, especially as you're like growing and changing your mind on things and wanting to like, push the bounds of what you know and um, explore the other side and explore different things and um, it's an interesting to thing to just like put out into the world and let people kind of judge you for it or let them make their own assumptions about you and um, yeah I don't really know what I was trying to say with that other than it's I'm really really thankful for this podcast and my ability to um, continue to put this out and have people listen to it because the thing is even if zero people were listening I would literally continue to do this and I would continue to have Jaylee or whoever do art for it and it would always be a source of happiness for me but it is really beautiful to know and amazing when I get messages from people saying hey this really connected or hey I had a different idea on this but um, I really valued what you said on it and so it's continued to be really like a point of connection for me. And I was talking with a friend over the weekend and I think this um, idea of um, what you value in life, it, like it keeps coming back up. And I think those are how you start to form those like long, long-term connections is with people who share those same values as you. And I've really started to notice that. And I think I said in an episode before that, you know, one of my top, values is connection and so this podcast is a form of that um 
but that's just one aspect of it. You know, I also, I am known to be the person who loves to connect everyone, even if they don't necessarily want connecting. I'm like, no, 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 you guys would get along so well. I need you guys to meet. And, um, so yeah, I've just realized that that is really integral to who I am. Uh, so now that I've kind of just talked about how much I love podcasting, maybe I'll talk a little bit about what's happening in life and update you a little bit because I, a lot has happened. Um, and I want to have a podcast episode more about this specifically, but I'm kind of in this interesting place where I am, you know, other than health insurance, I'm pretty much financially independent from my parents, which is amazing. They really set me up for success in that. Uh, I'm, I know that I am a product of privilege, um, but I am able to support myself financially. I work a full-time job and I manage two artists and I write for a music collective and I do the podcast I could go on. Um, but at the same time, while I'm so confident in those career things and um, social situations and things like that, which has taken a long time to get there, I'm not saying that happened overnight, um, I am now finding my place in a, in a new sort of beginning, which is the beginning of exploring my sexuality and even my gender and how I identify and... Yeah, I don't want to go fully into that in this episode because that's something I'm still actively um, working through and trying to figure out how exactly I feel about things and what it is I'm what it is I'm doing in life, honestly. But I think kind of the first step of that was obviously my episode about you know saying I am exploring my sexuality and I am starting to talk to women in more than just a friendship um, sort of way and actually starting to see them as, um, you know, in a romantic way, which is very different. Um, and I actually can expose myself. I just went on my first date with a woman last night, actually. I thought about recording this right after it, but I was like, you know, what? I need to give myself a second to actually sit with this and figure out how I felt. Because I think when, at least for me, now that I am starting to explore the sexuality um, and like, you know, being attracted to women and wanting to date women, there's almost this sense of like, well, maybe I'm just doing this to just do it. Like, maybe I'm not actually attracted to women. Maybe I just want to explore that. And like, um, or maybe I just am kind of fed up with men. And so I want to just explore this. And, uh, but, and that's kind of like, and that's not how I was feeling up until that date. I was feeling like I really appreciate and love women and I want to date women and I want to see how that goes. And then as I was driving to the date, I started just like, unraveling in my head like what if I don't even like women like what if I just want to like women and like I think and I'm still dealing with that but I hate that I like made myself feel like that's not okay like it's okay to just explore I'm exploring for a reason I'm exploring because I don't know and uh I should give myself the benefit of the doubt to figure it out and not be like oh you either have to be all in or all out well no you should just meet the person and see how you feel and then like any relationship just go from there um so yeah I'm still wrestling with that and trying to figure that out so that's been like one aspect of life that's been a little different and 
as far as like dating and then as far as like how I identify as myself, it's, um, you may have noticed I switched my Instagram bio to she, they, so I've really <clears throat> started to embrace the part of myself that is androgynous and doesn't necessarily like, yes, I, I feel almost conflicted because I love being a woman. Like there's something so powerful about that. And I connect with that because, um, you know, there are such, um, specific things that come along with being a woman that make women like bonds and friendships so beautiful because you know the things that you have to go through that are different from men and you um you know it's just a different sort of thing so I never want to say that like I don't enjoy being a woman but there's also this part of me that is like yeah I am exploring how I identify and it's kind of a loaded a loaded question um but I will say I've been dressing a lot more androgynously um, and I felt a lot of power in that. So maybe it's not even identifying as whatever. It's just saying that I am who I am and that's who I am. Sam, I am. Like, okay, Dr. Seuss, we get it. Um, so that's been really interesting and I think part of that has been um, I will announce now that I'm formally going by Beck. Um, instead of Megan, I, interestingly enough, I was swiping through Tinder quite a bit and I kept seeing the name Megan and like, and I never really saw it on dating apps because I hadn't been on everyone. I'd only been seeing male names. And then I started seeing female names and I saw Megan a few times and I just realized how much I didn't really connect with it or, and I've always felt like that. I, at least just names in general. I just think names are weird. I like our parents choose them and then we go by them our whole life. And then we give someone else a name, one that we wish we'd had. I don't know. It seems like a messed up cycle somehow, but I remember in like, Oh, my one friend, Aaron is going to get this, but I remember in like high school or middle school, maybe I was like, you know what? If I ever have a kid, I'm just not going to name them for the first few years. And I'm just going to call them it, which is inadvertently giving them a name. But I just won't give them a name and then I'll let them choose their name. And that would kind of be like a social experiment, which that's the first step of realizing like you shouldn't have a kid is when I think you're just like, yeah, I'm willing to like <laughs> have them as an experiment. Anyway, um, so it came to, I came to realize that, you know, Megan wasn't really a name that I connected with and, but there wasn't really any other name that I felt like described me. And so I guess I kind of was like, you know, I'm just going to, really lean into the androgyny and lean into, you know, feeling like, you know, my last name I've always really loved. And I think there's something really powerful about it. I always knew if I ever got married for any reason, like I would never give up that last name. Like it's really important to me and special, even though my dad's adopted. So it's not even like an actual family name, which I think is honestly why I like it even better. It just feels like this random cool name that I like. And so I have recently changed my Instagram name and all the things. And even my, at work, I've changed my, um, my name there. And I've been really like amazed by people who have responded to it or just like, oh, that's really powerful. I love the name. And I think they all say, you know, it fits you. And so, but I'm still finding if it fits me, you know, like I guess I still, just because I changed my name to Beck doesn't mean that I still connect more with names. I still think they're weird. And so 
it's more so like I just like the name so we'll just see if one day maybe it catches because I still will find myself introducing myself as Megan so um and then I text them and I'm like hey actually I'm so sorry but my, I'm actually going by Beck now um so yeah that's a, it's a bit of a weird process and one that I'm still figuring out and I'm actively in the midst of so we'll see how that continues to change and evolve um, another thing I really wanted to talk about on this episode is something that has really been at the forefront of these past couple weeks. And what I, what I'm going to say, I think is going to feel a little bit, um, anytime I talk about success or like what I'm doing in life, like, cause I've always been someone who has had a lot of jobs. Every time I talk about that, I always tend to downplay them. It's just something I've noticed. Or I'm like, oh, but I do that because I need to make money, not because I, like, have the time. Like, I don't know. I just always find excuses for them. Or if I'm really happy in life, I'm always like, oh, but this thing is going wrong. So, I don't know. I just always try to downplay things. So, what I'm about to say might sound a little like, oh, she's just gloating about where she's at in life. But, no, it's just, it's taken me a long time to get here. So, I'm really appreciative of it now. But I have been so happy in these past few months or even just like the past few weeks, like everything that I've been doing with my artists and everything I've uh, been doing with my friends, my friends especially have been so good. And so it's kind of just like living on this really high, just on this high of happiness. And it's been really amazing. And, um, you know, and then in the last couple of days, I think I just hit a point of a, maybe it was exhaustion and burnout, but also maybe hormones, but also maybe because relationship things aren't going as well, or I don't know, it could be really any number of things. Um, but all of a sudden I just hit this brick of depression honestly like and I hadn't felt that in a while and I kind of had forgotten that I could feel that low and it was just this over um just like anytime I tried to get myself out of the sadness it just like and, and remind myself of all the good things I just couldn't and I would yeah it was just this intense sadness but at the same time nothing had really gone wrong or gone any different. And so I still could realize that I was actually happy, but that I was just like feeling this sadness that needed to happen at the same time. And, um, you know, I think that made me realize the sentiment of like, you know, happiness and sadness can coexist, you know? And I mean, Casey Musgraves wrote a whole fucking song about it. You know, it's like, happy sad like it's it's true it is very much a thing and I think I kind of hadn't fully experienced it until I had such like this stark difference in feeling um and just feeling like yes career is going so well friendships going so well but then on the love side like it's just it's been a cycle of me talking to these guys who really make me feel like they like me or uh you know appreciate or value me and then them being like you are great and I do value you but I don't see anything romantic with you or I'm not looking for anything romantic which 
immediately goes to the ego. And so you go, well, why, why don't you like about me? You know, why is it about me? And in actuality, it's, you know, I'm, I mean, sometimes, yeah, it is you. Like, they just don't connect with you. But also sometimes people are not in the place to do that or connect in that way. And that's okay too. But I, I wish it had just been a cycle of that. And by a cycle, I mean literally like the past four guys. And then I think I talked about this on the podcast. And I went out with this guy who listened to the podcast. And then he said, I, I'm about to be the person you hate. But I am in the same place as these other guys. And... um you know, I really just had to laugh at that because I was like, yeah, I think this is the universe telling me like, you need to slow down, Missy. You think that you're ready for a relationship and maybe I am, but also like, maybe just take a second and like actually explore what you said you wanted to explore. Like, cause you know, I'd said that I was interested in going out with women, but I really hadn't done anything to like make that happen. You know, like I'm someone who goes on a lot of dates, but it's because I make them happen and I wasn't really making any, any of those happen. So I, um, actively made it a priority to go out with some women. And like I said, at the beginning I did that and, um, I'm still doing that and I'm really excited by that, but I'm also in the headspace of like, maybe that was also a little, you know, tap to be like, Hey, you need to continue working on being just with yourself and being able to handle the sadness that comes with happiness. And, um, also, you know, really like lean into this work that you're doing because it is like a lot of work, but it's what I always wanted to do. Like I'm have an announcement. Oh my God, me about to be like such a marketer. I have an announcement coming in the next, um, few months. That's going to be really, like something I've wanted to do for so long and I'm so excited to share it with everyone. And so there's all these things and I think maybe I just need to take a little bit of a pause or a sidestep with dating. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, but I did want to, I think this is something I want to start doing more on the podcast, but I wrote a, speaking of journaling, earlier, I wrote a journal entry for the first time in a long time. And this was something that I think I had just been thinking about for a while and been thinking about with my friends. And so I kind of wrote this and I felt like this kind of, um, encompasses what I was trying to say maybe earlier in this episode. So here's the entry from, um, September 26th. Sadness still exists within happiness. This is something I find myself wrestling with every day. Happiness is so fleeting, like a butterfly. I'm referring to Lana Del Rey's song. That when we have it, we feel like that is all we should ever feel. But if we hold on to it or force it, it will not truly be the type of happiness we desire. Instead, we must let it go and know that it will return again. Maybe not the same type of butterfly or happiness, but one just as beautiful. I'm in this stage of exploration and growth that is altogether terrifying and exhilarating. I know I will look back on this time and only smile, but for now, I need to be okay with letting myself cry. And that's still something I truly feel because I think about times where I was, like, even in LA, I think about times I was so happy with how I was working and doing the all the dream things that I, like, it was a culmination of all the things I had been working towards for so long. And 
there were still days where I just felt like crawling into a hole and just never coming out, even though everything outside of that hole is, was my entire dream. Um, and I think, you know, it's that sentiment of it's okay to not be okay in a moment, you know, it's okay to give in to the sadness, to cry. Like you should cry. I'm like the worst person about crying. I will just bottle it up for so long. And then as soon as I start to cry, I'm so afraid that I won't stop that. I just like, I'll just like stifle the tears. Um, and that's something I'm still actively working on. Like I, the other night I really knew that I needed to sob and I just was like, no, no, I'm just going to listen to podcasts. Like I'll just put it out of mind. Like I'll just do like put on love Island to distract myself. And that's fine too. But I think that like actually exerting the emotion is probably pretty healthy if you were to talk to a psychologist or a therapist. Um, and so that's something I'm actively working on, but it's all of that to say it is okay to not be in okay in moments. And then, um, still know that you, the happiness is like, it's around the corner or maybe it's more than around the corner. Maybe it's going to be a while, but like it will be there. And that's, I think that sounds really sappy. And I think that, you know, it's easy to write off that as like, well, you don't understand what I'm going through. And the thing is, I don't like, I only know the things that I have gone through. And I know that I have felt so low at points that I just thought there's no way that anyone loves me. And there's no way that like, I will get out of this depression. And, um, Cause that's what depression is. It tells you that you're never going to get out of it. And the actuality is you are, um, may take longer than you'd like, and it may come back again and look different every time. And so every time you question it, but, um, ultimately you are okay because you are here. And so, um, you are going to experience both happiness and sadness and sometimes at the same time. And it's a fucked up feeling and it's one that like, yeah, I wish I had a better handle on, but I don't. So I'm kind of just like, okay, that's what it is. And, um, yeah, I, I'll deal with it as it comes. And, um, yeah, the last couple of days were definitely that for me. And I feel like I'm now starting to, get back to where I was, but I still am like, because I had that sadness now I'm like scared. I'm like, Oh, it's going to come back. But, um, I think that's how the cycle continues is if you feed into that fear instead of just being like, okay, well that happened. And you know what? I ate ice cream and I fucking smoked a lot of weed, but now I'm feeling better. <laughs> and now I'm probably still going to smoke just as much weed. Um, yeah, I think that about sums it up, honestly. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And thank you for listening to my ramblings. And let me just talk about the shit that I've been thinking about um, day in and day out and speaking it aloud. And uh, I think this is one of those episodes that I will genuinely be very interested to listen to um, in a few months. Just like reading back on my journal entries and kind of see see if I still have the same kind of feelings or if I maybe think something totally different. Um, but yeah, if you connected with anything or if you ever want to talk to me about something like this, cause obviously depression and anxiety are very heavy things. I don't say them lightly. I say them knowing that like people have it worse than me and people have it different from me. And like, that's just as valid. Like 
please reach out if you ever, ever need to reach out. Um, but I look forward to the next few episodes. I know I'll have some amazing guests and maybe we'll talk about something like this or maybe it'll be something totally different. But as always, I appreciate you guys listening and um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. And that's all, folks. <laughs> Ta-ta now.